Beyond the Ranch with Jay Gannon from Find the Ranch. Welcome to Beyond the Wrench. I am your host, Jay Ganinen, and today we continue to focus on the impact that coronavirus has had on our shops. On this episode, we're really lucky to be joined by Stacia Ashbach. Stacia and her husband, Josh, are the owners of Ashbach Automotive and really do an outstanding job of being progressive business owners. Stacia is joining us today uh, to talk about the impact that coronavirus has had on their shop and walk us through their difficult decision to close down the shop for a couple of weeks as we work to stop the spread of the virus. Good morning, Stacia. How are things going your way? Good morning. Things are things are pretty wild. I'm uh, I'm currently stuck at stuck at home with the four kids, um, and Josh is finishing up some things at the shop. Um, but we're doing a we're doing what we can, and we're just figuring out our new uh, our new normal. Uh, I, you're not alone. I think we're all all in that boat. And I we have to start off by. Uh, talking about how impressive it was uh, of your maternity leave and how little of maternity leave you, you had. Uh, when uh, when did you have the baby and how long did you take off? Yeah, so I had the, the fourth one here, Tinley. I had her on December 20th, so she is three months old today. Wow. Um, kind of feels like she's a year old, though, with how much <laughs> I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. And, and you were back to work within, uh, you said, seven business days of giving birth? I was. I, I was back to work on January 2nd. We were, her and I were just rolling with it. We grabbed an extra swing of pack and play and set it up at the shop and she was ready to roll. You are amazing. I have no idea how you did that. I, I would definitely, uh, I would falter there. <laughs> so, so before we dive really deep into the coronavirus and the impact it's had on your business, give us a little background on Ashbach Automotive and, and kind of who you guys are, what you work on, and uh, maybe a little bit of your own background. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so we're located in Middleton, Wisconsin. And we've been in business a little over 11 years now. Um, my husband, Josh, started the business, you know, right uh, kind of crazy when the recession was ending here um, in 2009. So he's kind of feeling, uh, feeling like it might be getting back to ground zero with all the stuff that's going on. But uh, uh-huh. he's, he's, it, it keeps us more hopeful with that kind of, uh, that kind of things going on. But um, we work on all makes and models. Uh, we've got 11 bays. Uh, between about five, four to five technicians at a time, um, as well as two service advisors and a CSR. That's, uh, I would say you, you guys maybe approach um, business a little bit differently in that uh, you're very progressive with your marketing. Uh, I think you're very active, whether it's social media or the putting together the video content. I love the videos. If, if you get a chance, head out to Ashbox. Uh, website to uh, to check it out. Uh, it's it, you guys do a really really good job with your video content and probably something that a lot of shop owners could learn from, right? Oh, definitely. I think um, you got to realize that the times that we're in are are definitely very changing. Um, something that helps out with the two of us is, you know, honestly, we're we're younger. We're able to understand that stuff a little bit better and be more accepting to really what's going on. Something that I really do is I dug down and found out, you know, who is our, who is our quote unquote avatar customer? Who is it that we, you know, love to have, would love to have 500 of them and how, what do I need to do to attract that customer um, and attract that clientele that we're looking for? Yeah. And I and think that really that, shows through in a lot of our marketing. 
It does. It really does. You guys do a, an excellent job of that. Now, prior to to coming into Ashbach Automotive, you had you weren't in automotive prior to that, correct? Correct. Yeah, I actually um, I worked for a financial office in Madison. I was an executive assistant for a couple of certified financial planners. So, went from going to the finance world of suit and tie down to you know blue collar automotive world. But to be honest, there's a lot of things that were super similar that I was able to apply between each of the jobs. Well, I think sometimes I think that's not a. I think that's a great thing actually. I. I've, I've kind of been in the business all my life uh, and there's times where I wish I had some, maybe some experience in different industries to be able to apply back. And it's always fascinating for me to talk to two people from other industries and try to apply that to our business or uh, when I'm talking to shop owners, maybe try to relay that information along. So that's, that's really cool. And we are definitely going to have you back on to, to really dive into some of that even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the topic of today's conversation is obviously the impact that coronavirus has had and, and how, how much it's, it's really uh, been a change for all of us. And, and I wanted to get you on today to really talk about your strategy going through it. And you guys made the, the tough call to shut down the shop for a couple of weeks. And, and so I wanted to, to maybe walk through that thinking a little bit and, yeah. and just kind of see the impact that it's going to have you, how you prepared and um, you know, what you see moving forward. So uh, just to, to start off with you, you guys, uh, when, when are you going to be kind of shutting the doors to the public? Um, to the public, it will be at the end of business day today. So at 5 p.m. Central, Central Standard Time is when we're going to be closed and we're tentatively planning to reopen on April 6th. Um, but I think if any of us have really realized with all of this is that things are changing day by day, literally hour by hour, yeah. with what's going on. You're not kidding. And and I, I assume that's not an easy easy decision to make, right? No, definitely not. I mean, there's plenty of not just sleepless nights from the baby, but uh, sleepless nights trying to figure out really what are we going to do that's going to be best for our employees and their families, ourselves, and you know our customers. Yeah, it's it's a challenge. Uh, you're you're certainly not alone with. So how how did you guys come to the conclusion that uh, or the decision that you were going to just kind of shut everything down for a couple of weeks? I know at some of some shops are running with a skeleton crew. Some are still trying to to run full capacity. Um, what, what kind of ran into your decision just to, to shut things down? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing, you know, we've been thinking of this from the beginning when stuff started getting crazy is automatically think of, you know, what's going to happen if we need to shut down, what are we going to do? So not just being like, you know, this is never going to happen. We are considered a light, a life necessity to be open. Um, no, we need to think ahead. And what is, what if this happens? I mean, it's always great if the what ifs don't happen, yep. but what if they do? And it's a lot, lot more tricky when you're caught just having to shut down in a 20 minute notice instead of having a couple of days notice. So if you would have asked me necessarily uh, last Sunday or even Monday, I would have told you, you know, our plan right now is to continue to stay open. We're going to watch the news. We're going to listen to listen, listen to the radio of what's going on, as well as keep in touch with the CDC website, as, as well as who.international of knowing what's, what's going on, what do we need to do, and how do we need to stay in front of this. So who, uh, between you and Josh, who is, the, who is the first one to initiate the conversation? I have a guess on who it might have been, but uh, who, 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 uh, who started the conversation? You know, it's 
funny if you talk to anybody, any of any shop owners or really any uh, anyone who owns a business when they work with their spouse there isn't too much things that you can keep from each other. Right. Yeah. You're <laughs> not you, kidding. You start to, uh, you start to get a weird almost connection that you're, you're both starting to think similar things and start talking about them, whether, whether you want to or not, sometimes whoever's the first one to initiate the conversation, the other one gets a little, little feisty and it's like, all right, I was thinking the same thing, but come on now, don't get crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, it's not something that you ever think you're going to, you're going to have to consider, right? Uh, just like shutting yeah. your operations down. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, a big deal. So what was the, what was kind of the final straw that was, uh, that indicated that, Hey, it's, it's best for us just to shut the doors for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, it was, we're, we're paying attention to what's going on around the world. Seeing everything that's happening in Italy is, is very eye-opening. And, you know, comparing it, the things that these, not just the news is saying, because, I mean, you can't necessarily trust news outlets all the time, but actually hearing what real people are saying that they wish they would have ten, done 10 days ago. And you're able to compare that. I mean, look on Facebook, people yesterday were posting a quote-unquote throw, throwback Thursday showing aisles full of toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, when they're showing videos of these people, what would you have said to your, like, what do you wish you would have known 10 days ago? Right. That I think really actually hits home of, you know, maybe we should be ahead of this. So we started talking and, you know, talking with our employees in general too. It's like, you know, we're going to feel responsible if one of our employees gets sick or we get sick and we infect our employees or their families. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our employees are our family and we need to be thinking everything that we can do to be able to protect them too. And, you know, forcing them to come to work and to do this when it may not be the safest thing for them to do isn't being responsible as an employer either. Yeah. And so did, did they, did the, did the employees have any input into kind of what the outcome was or did it, was it more that you and Josh kind of came to, to a decision and then brought it to them? Was there, was there that kind of that open discussion or was it more of this is what we need to do? A little bit of both. We, you know, a big part of having the different employees is having buy-in, being able to say, you know, this is stuff that we think is going on. What's your opinion? Be able to help me out here. Are you seeing something that I'm not seeing? Are you feeling something that maybe we're not feeling or we're not seeing necessarily? And and what's your opinion? Because if they would have been 100%, you know, let's go, go, go. I'm not worried about anything. This is going to be perfect. You know, maybe it would have been a little bit different. But the amount of things that are going on and, you know, they all have families. Yeah. And that's a huge part of them, their decision. And, you know, maybe it is smart to just shut down for a little bit and, be able to get get a bit of a clear head, get a better plan of where where we're going to be, what we're going to do, and figure it out. How how did how did they take it? Like in terms of how did, how did you end up? I mean, you you shut down the shop. Um, are yeah. they are they able to get unemployment, or how does that look? And then how how did they take it in general? Um, yeah, for the most part, all most of them should be able to, if they choose to, uh, get unemployment. Um, that shouldn't be necessarily an issue. It shouldn't be an issue uh, that I know of on on their end because we are completely removing their hours and not not allowing them to work. They are willing and able to work, um, willing and ready. I guess is how the willing, able, and ready. I guess is how they phrase uh, it, yeah. word it yep. yeah but they are but we made the option and the choice as owners to be able to shut it down so they should be able to receive that unemployment you know there's they they took it pretty well for the most part nobody is 
nobody's really upset about it. You know, everyone, everyone does have bills that, that doesn't end. And so it is going to be a little bit harder on everyone, but we're coming together as a team and we're saying, you know what, let's figure it out. If you're going to be in a pinch, let's, you know, talk to us, tell us what's going on and we're going to help you the most that we can. See, I, I love that approach uh, just in general. I think that we talk about it, even during recruiting when, when the technician shortage, like just two weeks ago, <laughs> where, where it, was, it was still uh, really, really difficult to find a technician and everybody was hiring. I think that's the stuff that goes the extra, like going the extra mile in that regard and just showing that you care is such a big thing. And, and maybe shops don't quite understand that fully, uh, but just saying, you know, let's talk through this. We're working through this together. This is this is not an easy time. This is unprecedented. We haven't battled anything like this before. Uh, just to even have that, you're th- you're the thought that you're thinking about them uh, during this time is is a big thing, and it's a big leap. But I I, I like that approach. Now, as far as from a financial standpoint in general, the the impact of no revenue for two weeks. Uh, is it something that you prepare for? You're just bracing for, and you you know, hey, this is going to have an impact on our business. And obviously, overhead, uh, there's still overhead there even without uh, the employees there. But do you do you get a sense for how much impact that has, or is it just kind of it is what it is, and you just deal with it? Uh, you know, we got to take it in with both of those in stride. Um, since we have chosen to close. It is what it is. And the more that we stress about it and just focus on it, it's not going to solve it. <laughs> so yeah. the more we are thinking positive and the more we're like, you know what, we're going to figure this out no matter what. And we're going to come back better and stronger because of this is the reason why we are going to come back stronger and better because of it. Are we going to have a tight pinch of money? You bet. Yeah. That is absolutely inevitable. We're young. We're, we're, we're still having kids. Obviously we're not thinking of, we're not fully thinking of retirement on the horizon. It's not like we have a big, uh, a big amount setting aside. And right. to be honest, even if we did, the market is tanking literally <laughs> daily. And yeah. those people have got to be worried too. There's no doubt about it. Now, do you, so out of that, you brought up an interesting point. Are there opportunities to come out of this stronger than what you went into it with uh, in terms of being able to work on some things? You and I talked prior to actually jumping on the recording of, getting to some things that uh, maybe we didn't prioritize in the past, but if we did coming out of this would be much, much more impactful uh, than sitting on it is, do you see opportunities to, to uh, come out stronger than, than what we went into it with? Oh yeah. Tons of opportunities around every corner. I mean, depending on which Avenue you're thinking on when it comes to money, you know, actually honing down and figuring out your budget, looking at last year's P and L seeing where maybe you spent a little bit too much money and where somewhere maybe you could focus a little bit more on and put a little bit more into to make it, make it better. And then in a marketing standpoint, so you want to tell me how many times you've gone on Facebook in the last day, Jay? Oh my goodness. It's uh, probably way too many because every time I go on there, I'm, a, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thinking positive on that in a marketing <laughs> you are not the only person who is on Facebook yeah. at least what, 40 different times a day, 30 different right. times a day. Right. You know how many people that you can reach right now with your different marketing. Um, and it's not just staying depressed because nobody's wanting to read this different kind of stuff. It's everywhere. So if you can be a little bit of bright hope or beginning yes. of hope, that's what people are going to remember. And that's what's going to make them choose you when we come out of this. 
I love that message. I, I think bringing that positivity to a message, to a video, to, you know, the way that you're posting, rather than having that depressed feeling or that, that uh, negative feeling of like, hey, we're all in this together. This is a, this is a challenging time. And, you know, motivational speeches are, are always great, but they always seem to come in like good times. This is an excellent opportunity to, to kind of spread a positive message and, and really show your true colors as a company and as a person. And I think that's a really, really good point. I, it's something that we probably at Finder Wrench need to do a little bit better job of, uh, of getting positive messages out there. But really, even with this podcast, it was more, it's more about, you know, how do we take this, this kind of blow and make it a positive and make it, you know, something that we can, we can give good actionable feedback to, to shops, you know, all over to, to be able to, uh, to incorporate. So I, I think that's a, that's an incredible message. That's really, really good. Uh, so how, how do you work toward keeping your team positive, the, the whole team, maybe your internal team positive during this stretch? Uh, you know, the, I think there's uncertainty. We don't know when life will get back to normal. What message do you send to your internal team? What, how often are you communicating with them in this, this kind of time of, of closed up shop? How do you, how do you get your message across? Yeah. So something that we have um, a little bit, a little bit different, and it might be because, you know, some of our staff is a little bit younger, but you know, we do have a couple guys that are, that are over the age of 50. Uh, we have a Facebook messaging group that's just friend focused. It's not, not shop focused whatsoever. We send goofy memes on there and just say things that are, you know, positive or to make you laugh showing yeah. the, showing the different beer in the corner with a mask on and the Corona in the other corner. So, I mean, <laughs> you just got to do a couple of things to just make people smile. I agree. I, I, and it's that this entire thing, we, we need to keep perspective and, and, you know, you see some of the people that might be struggling in the hospitals or you might, you know, that are, have probably much worse issues than what we do, even with the drastic measures that we're having to take right now, when it comes down to it, we're, we're still all right. Like we're still like, we, there's, there's opportunity here uh, if, if we look at it the right way. And, and um, I, I just really, I, I love your message, Stacia. I, I love what you're, what you're doing at Ashbach. Um, do you, as far as kind of the battle forward, what, what, any advice for listeners of, of this and really anything of what they can do to kind of battle this and, and come out better than what they did? Yeah. So a huge thing is, um, you know, we're a part of a couple of different groups and we know different shops around the country. Um, a lot of the shops are staying open. I actually have only talked to probably about two different people that have shut, shut some of their shops down um, because automotive repair is considered a necessity in life. You know, when the different businesses are considered to shut down because you do need your car to go here and there. And that is absolutely wonderful and right but I think it also comes to a point that maybe you should start thinking of it. So there's a lot of people that I feel are being a shop owners that is that are being a little too hard headed in this regard that are saying, you know, nothing is going to shut us down. We're considered, we're considered a necessity. We're staying open through the whole thing. We're going to be here. It's like, okay, well, you know, you can keep doing that and keep saying that and everything, but there is a chance you could get shut down. There yeah. is a chance that you could get this sickness or your spouse can get it and you will be government forced to stay in your home. Yeah. And if you get sick and your employees get sick and you know, 
what happens if your employees end up getting mad at you and blaming you for getting them sick? Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's ugly. That's a yeah. Huge thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you think about those things and you just never necessarily know. So, I mean, just making sure that you have that plan. What if I close as well as what am I going to do staying open? What happens if my lead tech, my best guy gets sick or his wife gets sick and he needs to go? Yeah. You got to think of these things, figure out what you're going to do because it's, it's much better to have a plan for the what if than to have the what if happen and you have no plan. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think you, you hit on something there too, that just, it's, it's that preparedness and responsibility and just knowing the risks that are there should you go and, and uh, keep, keep the shingle open, you know. One thing that I... I really liked about, and I'm kind of revisiting your social marketing that I I believe I read on your Facebook page, the Ashbach Facebook page was about keeping a, you know, if you're a first responder or if you're a, I I don't know what else you had on there, but if if you were in some line and you you needed help that you had a number to text uh, for help, is that, is that kind of what you guys were going for there? Oh, you betcha. You can, if you come up to it, you can text us, you can call us. Um, If you are a first responder, which is fire, EMS, police, um, you're a hospital staff that you are 100% needed, military, anything, you can call or text us. I don't care if it's midnight. If we don't answer, we will at some point and we will get to you. We will figure it out because, you know, we are still, you know, Josh and I still are here for you. I'm, I'm still working from home on a daily um, you know, following up with customers, making sure that everything's okay. And, you know, being that, being that little bit of brightness for someone, that little bit of hope. Um, and Josh is there that, you know, he is a master technician. He knows how to, he knows how to do these different things and he can make it, can make it happen. We do still have loaner cars that are going to be at the shop. There is, there is hope for you. You know, if for some reason you are in one of those fields and you need something, you contact us and we'll be there. I love that. I, 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 I think the world of you guys and, and what you do up there and doing it with four kids uh, with a baby, I have no idea how you do it. I've got a three-year-old and I, uh, that he gives me all I can handle. So I, <laughs> for you guys to do the, uh, the, 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 uh, the four kids with the business and, and some land and you guys have a whole lot of things going on, but uh, just uh, think the world of what you guys do and, and, who you are and, and really how you represent uh, our industry and trying to, to kind of show that professionalism and show, uh, you know, that we're, uh, we've, we've got some really smart people in the industry and really even how you're battling this two weeks uh, and, and the coronavirus in general, I, I think is a, a really great thing. So I thank you for being on. I, and we'll, we'll get you on again when we can have some more time to, uh, to kind of walk through some business strategy and, and some other things that you and I really enjoy talking about uh, at, at, you know, hopefully sometime in the near future. Uh, but, uh, but thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> but thank you so much, uh, Stacia. And, and we truly appreciate you being on here.